Welcome to I Feel Snitty, episode 190, entitled Dunce Charming, The Jordan Peterson Story. I'm your host, Craig Rasnicki. In the past week, Canadian clinical psychologist and man voted most likely to bring a monocle to a knife fight, Jordan Peterson, recently found himself in 49 degrees Celsius water, again, in response to plus-size model Yumi Nu being one of four women to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated's swimsuit edition, the only person to make Debbie Downer regularly come across like Marsha Brady tweeted this, quote, Sorry, not beautiful, and no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that, end quote. He added, quote, The magazine's cover is a conscious progressive attempt to manipulate and retool the notion of beauty, reliant on the idiot philosophy that such preferences are learned and properly changed by those who know better. But don't let the facts stop you. End quote. Lastly, he posted, Rage away, Pandarus, and tell me you believe that such images are not conscious and cynical manipulation by the oh so virtuous political correct. End quote. Okay, before I provide my two pennies on Jordan the Grouch's tweets, I should note, like I mentioned at the outset, this isn't Mr. Thinks He Knows It All's first brush with controversy, especially when it comes to sexism. Here are just a few of his breasts such quotes. Quote, abortion is clearly wrong. End quote. Quote, the idea that women were oppressed throughout history is an appalling theory. End quote. Quote, there's a personality trait known as agreeableness. Agreeable people are compassionate and polite. And agreeable people get paid less than disagreeable people for the same job. Women are more agreeable than men. End quote. Quote, Women deeply want men who are competent and powerful. And I don't mean power in that they can exert tyrannical control over others. That's not power. That's just corruption. End quote. Quote, The people who hold that our culture is an oppressive patriarchy, they don't want to admit that the current hierarchy might be predicated on competence. End quote. Quote, the masculine spirit is under assault. It's obvious. End quote. Quote. You can say, well, isn't it unfortunate that chaos is represented by the feminine? Well, it might be unfortunate, but it doesn't matter, because that's how it's represented. It's been represented like that forever. And there are reasons for it. You can't change it. It's not possible. This is underneath everything. End quote. Quote. If the standard transsexual person wants to be regarded as he or she, my sense is I'll address you according to the part that you appear to be playing. End quote. A charmer, isn't he? Word has it, whenever his wife asks if he'd like a drink, he responds, Don't ask, just do it, woman. That's your job. Now make me some meatloaf. In all seriousness, though, Jerkoff Peterson comes across like a, a real-life Ron Burgundy. He loves the sound of his own voice is sexist AF, thinks he's kind of a big deal, and likely feels a constant need to overcompensate for his mad jazz flute skills. The guy seems to believe that the Earth doesn't revolve around the sun, it revolves around traditional gender roles. Patriarchy isn't wrong, it's order, and any woman who rejects him is obviously a lesbian. When it comes to the concept of physical beauty, I find it fascinating a clinical psychologist can be so narrow and shallow. He acts like external beauty is objective, a person can be universally beautiful, 
and it's scientifically inaccurate to think people have different tastes when it comes to attraction. While a fairly large majority of society may deem certain men and women to be physically appealing, every person is wired differently, and given that, we all possess unique tastes. When it comes to women, while yes, some guys prefer the skinny, perhaps too thin model, not all men are like this. To be perfectly honest, I never thought the 510-110 model was very appealing, but again, that's just me. That's my subjective opinion, not fact. I also know plenty of guys who prefer women with a little meat on their bones. There is no one right or wrong answer. To suggest otherwise would be ignorant. Yes, I'm calling Dr. Jordan Peterson ignorant. Suck it. Also, body size isn't always the best indicator of a person's overall health. While yes, added weight tends to increase the risk for health problems, that isn't always the case. Just look at the aforementioned too thin models. You'd think a doctor, of all people, would know this. But like I said, Quack Pearson is ignorant. Speaking of which, I'd like to close this episode with the fictional dialogue I imagine the bad doctor would have with a female patient. She'll go by the name Serendipity Sasquatch. Peterson. Ms. Sasquatch. I mean Serendipity. No, I don't like that either. How's Sarah? That's not my name. So I can call you that? No. Okay, Sarah. It says here you're feeling down. Well, I can see why. You're definitely not a 10. Excuse me? Men oftentimes have a scale for women on their physical level of attractiveness. It goes from 1 to 10, with 10 being the hottest piece of ass this side of the office. You, Sarah, are not a 10. I know what it means. You don't have to explain it to me. I just can't believe you said that. I only speak the truth. Says you. Says everyone. Not me. But you're a no one, so you don't count. Oh my god. By the way, a lot of people think I'm pretty. Not me. As a matter of fact, I think you're maybe a three or four on your very best day. Oh yeah? Well, I think you're a one. I am number one. Thank you. That's not what I meant. Fine, Mr. Know-it-all. What's wrong with me? What don't you find attractive about me? Everything. No, what specifically do you not find attractive about me? Specifically, everything. You're too much. Ugh. That's what she said. Yuck, I doubt that. She disagrees. Who is she? Debbie, Deb, Deborah. You're making that up. Nobody is basically named Deb, Deb, Debbie. Whatever. Speaking of which, where were we? Ah, yes, I was calling you a nobody. But so, why are you down? Besides not being famous like me and looking nastier than a deformed blobfish who just rolled around a horse shit. How are you a doctor? I'm not a doctor. What? You're not? No, I'm the doctor. You're pretty full of yourself, aren't you? That's scientifically inaccurate. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. Why is that, smarts? If I were full of myself, literally, I wouldn't be speaking to you right now. Well, in that case, I wish you would start eating yourself. You don't have a lot of friends, do you? All I need are my two best friends, Stroke and Shaft. Who the hell are named Stroke and Shaft? My hands. You are so gross. 
I'm sensing a lot of anger coming from you, Sarah. Could that be a critical factor in your depression? I'm only angry because of you. Ah, scapegoating others for your problems. Yes, that makes sense. Is there anything else you're not telling me? You wouldn't want to know. Well, that is why I'm here. Bullshit. There's that anger again. What's on your mind, Sarah? It's serendipity. Serendipity. Okay, Sarah. I think we're getting off track here. What images are springing to your mind at the moment, which may be prompting these angry outbursts? Look, all I'm going to say is they include... And that's all the time we have for today. I hope this experience was as good for you as it was for me. You suck. Oh, and by the way, your whole nastier than a blobfish you rolled around a horse shit thing. What, do you think blobfish regularly go hang out at stables? So not only do you suck, but you're a fucking idiot. Doctor my ass. I'm not a doctor. I'm the doctor. Yeah, the doctor of suck. I'm not a vampire, nor a mosquito, so that's scientifically inaccurate. Just shut up. First Amendment. Second Amendment. What was that? Fifth Amendment. And scene. And that's it for today's episode. Until next time, you can check me out at Amazon, Twitter, Facebook, Podbean, and Blogger. This has been I Feel Snitty with Quirkgrass Nicky. Take care.